Hello, this is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Every episode here is Bible-based. Today, I will be ministering from Genesis chapter 17, and I want to talk about God's way of doing things. Well, just about anything in life, more than one way exists to do them. But today, I want to talk about God's way of doing things. In order for us to properly relate to God, we must have some understanding of His ways. The more we understand them, the better we can relate to God. Some Christians are naive in their approach to God because they are ignorant of His ways. The way they think is just not compatible with how God operates. One thing that is clear in the scriptures is that God does not tailor his ways to accommodate our ignorance or misconceptions. In Matthew chapter 22 and verse 29, Jesus says, You do err, not knowing the scriptures. And it's the scriptures that reveal the ways of God. I believe that what we will talk about today will be a serious benefit to our relationship with God and our dealings with Him. Not long after God called Abraham to follow Him, He promised to bless him with a son. This was because Abraham complained to God that he had not blessed him with an heir. All Abraham had at that time was a servant who could be his heir. So God promised Abraham to bless him with a seed of his own. So in this 17th chapter of Genesis, we will talk about God showing up to fulfill that promise. He says, In verse 15 of that chapter, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. At times when God did something life-changing in somebody's life, the person's name was changed as a testimony of that encounter. In this case, God changed Sarah's name to Sarah, which means princess. So, God promised to bless Abraham with a son through his wife. Nothing in and of itself is unusual about that. God blessed me with six children by my wife. But in Abraham's case, his wife was 89 years old at the time. Not only that, But Sarah was born barren. Up to this point, it had not been humanly possible for her to have children. And God says, I'm going to bless you with a son through your wife. How did Abraham respond to God's promise? He found it laughable. Verse 17. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is 
a hundred years old, and shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear? To Abraham, this was hilarious. This verse says he fell on his face laughing. Imagine that, a 99-year-old man falling on his face and laughing. After getting off the ground from laughing, Abraham made a counter-proposal to God. He says in verse 18, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. You see, at this time, 24 years had passed since God first made a promise to Abraham that he was going to bless him with an heir. And year after year went by and nothing was happening. So Abraham, in agreement with his wife, went into his wife's handmaid and through that union, Ishmael was born to Abraham. Now when God announces that he is ready to fulfill his promise to Abraham by way of Abraham's wife Sarah, Abraham says, God, why can't we just work with Ishmael? At this time, Ishmael is 16 years old. Abraham is saying, let him be my heir. Let him be the one through which you will make me a father of many nations. Well, (laughs) Abraham was selling, but God was not buying. Here's what God says in verse 19. Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son indeed, and you shall call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. Translation, God is saying, No, Abraham, I'm going to do it my way. The boy you're talking about, came from a woman on the side. I don't operate that way. Your wife will bear you a son. It's interesting that at this time, Abraham had been walking with God for 24 years. Still, he laughed at what God said he was about to do to fulfill his promise. Sometimes when you are believing God for something, and you look down the familiar roads of life, you don't see anything happening. Well, perhaps, just perhaps, God is fulfilling that promise, but he is doing it in such a way that if you knew how he was doing it, it might just make you laugh. Our ignorance of the ways of God can breed frustration. That's why God has given us the Bible so we can learn his ways. And let me tell you something. The more I learn about the ways of God, the more strange things start seeming normal. In Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 9, God says his ways are immeasurably higher than ours. He says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. The fact is that God is so powerful, so resourceful, that there is no difference between what we see as being simple and what we see as being complicated. 
But God, there is a blurring of the line between those two extremes. You know, if you were financially strapped, you would see a difference between an item in the store that costs $5 and another brand of the same item that costs $20. But to a billionaire, there's virtually no difference between the $5 one and the $20 one because he or she has so much money. So we look at this situation with Abraham and his old barren wife and we think, why does God have to do things the complicated way? But I'm telling you, in the eyes of God, there is absolutely no difference between what seems to be the easy route and what seems to be the complicated or even impossible route. It's all but a like thing to God. This is the awesome God that we serve. And our thinking and faith need to gravitate to that level. The Bible says he can do abundantly above what you and I can ask or think. That is the awesome God that I am proclaiming to you today. If I'm going to properly relate to God, I have to settle this matter in my heart. I need to stop putting limits on God and I need to stop trying to figure out how he's going to do what he promised. Sometimes God will tear down what we have before he builds anew or suffer a phase of failure so that we might ultimately succeed or take us around the world just to get us across the street. Instead of delivering us from danger, he may choose to give us the grace to go through it. But the bottom line is that God is faithful. If God has promised us something, his word will not return void, but we must let him have his way. You see, Abraham didn't have a problem with the promise God was about to fill, but his problem was with the way God was planning to do it. God knows what he's doing. Let us just get out of his way and let him do his awesome thing. Hallelujah. Yes, let him do his awesome thing. As I bring this episode to a close, I want to thank you for listening today as we talked about God's way of doing things. I hope that you were blessed by our time together. Remember that our God is awesome and he knows what he's doing. Until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.